0: Charles welcome to this episode 267 I'm here with Lewis hey what's up and this is Bobby what's up guys welcome back I'm sorry David's not here he's on vacation so you won't be hearing from him in this episode but you got us just like last week and uh that was a good episode last week I think
1: But <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you go back and listen to it because the last no time you- no 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 oh no, you no, did no. it
0: okay no, I, didn't do that.
1: Yeah, I mean there um, wasn't anything like like laugh out yeah. loud funny where that no. made made you want to do that but yeah, 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 I think the last time that happened, like, we had no notes. And then you
0: ended up, like, listening back to it. Like, yeah, we need to keep that. <laughs> we need to <laughs> keep that uh, formula. Yeah, it was a good banter. Going, going again. But we're back and uh, we beat, we, we crushed the three loss winning, losing streak, winning streak, losing streak. And uh, one finally at home, 2-0 against Atlanta. Um, thank you to our uh, buddy DRC for going to games. And he's like a good luck charm because he tends to only go to games that we win um so thank you to him uh yeah why, i mean
1: why he isn't going to more games is kind of beyond
0: me at this point if he's well, the lucky I mean, charm you know
1: well, he, well, I mean, he's, he, he's
0: not a complete super 100 percent in your you know like fan he doesn't go like everything he goes because what of you us need, and what
1: you need what we need to do is get him and hot dog girl together <laughs> and then have them go to every game together. That's what needs to happen.
0: It's actually actually the funny thing is I have another friend of mine that she's only gone to three Galaxy games, and every game that she's gone to, they've been winning. And she went to the past one too, and I was like, "Go to more games."
1: Yeah, there it but is.
0: Yeah. There <laughs> it is. But yeah, I mean, look. Uh, usually in any other situation, you'd be hearing us hooting and hollering about this win and happy and and everything. But uh, you know, we're, we've been here before. We 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 know what a win out of. Coming out of three losses is it's not nothing that's gonna keep us uh so confident and uh feel like we have like a hundred percent uh belief in our teams you know all of a sudden um I think Lewis and I are still on the same same page in the same place but um yeah, the good thing we got the win we're still up we're still up on the playoff line uh we still have we, we're 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 still fighting so as as long as Galaxy continue to do that, it'll be good. But we need to see more.
1: Yeah, uh, we are on the same page here. Uh, I, I'm not really happy with the performance. Um, the first half was fine, uh, but it's also what I predicted, right? I said, look, the Galaxy are going to control the game. They're going to control possession. Um, I'm sure they're going to get opportunities. But will they actually capitalize on those opportunities? Will they score enough goals, um, for them to put this game away early or will they leave Atlanta hanging around and have them get back into the game, either via a counterattack because we committed so many numbers, you know, or, or, you know, did we run out of gas and they just kind of exploited that later on in the second half. And that's kind of what happened because the galaxy only scored one in the first half as well as they played in the first half, you know, Atlanta still had their chances to to score, and then the second half just seemed like we were just hanging on. We were completely on the ropes. Yep. Um, we didn't have any chances created, minus the very literally the final shot of the game, uh, in which Jovalich uh, scored and just sealed the deal. But you know, this was not an impressive win for me. Uh, you're beating a team that is probably as down in the dumps as we are. In fact, that was the storyline. Uh, that was being fed to us in the uh, Fox broadcast. It was like two franchises that are, you know, you see winners, you see, um, you know, big clubs, and they've fallen on hard times, right? So this is like the bounce-back game for one of these clubs. And that was a storyline because, you know, uh, I'm sure that when the schedule makers put these on national, uh, you know, national games, it's they expect you know big things and this was anything but being big it was a, it was two horrible teams on the national stage um and the galaxy sure they want they just didn't impress me they didn't look good um and i my confidence hasn't gone up at all in fact um if you listen to our last episode i went i had a rundown of our remaining schedule of what i believe was going to happen well this was one of those quote unquote winnable games and i said let's just for the sake of you know just to have some sort of positivity in there let's just say three points are in the bag for this game well that's what happened right um so it's nothing really out of the ordinary now begins the the rest of the schedule where well things are gonna get a little tougher now this was your probably one of your most winnable games Uh, of the remaining schedule. So nothing out of the ordinary because they didn't dominate. Um, They squeaked away. So yeah, nothing's really changed between last week and this week, despite the fact that they are now officially back in uh, the playoff uh, or at least above the playoff line. But I I don't expect that to last that much longer as uh, Portland uh, and Seattle uh, can leapfrog them this week. Now Seattle does have a, uh, a tough game against LAFC on the road. I don't see them winning that game, so I don't think Seattle actually leapfrogs the Galaxy there. And Portland actually has a tough game in Minnesota, so maybe the Galaxy luck out there that they that they continue their um, being in that uh, seventh spot. So, but again, I'm not really sure if making the playoffs via everyone else losing while well, you're doing the same is something that should be celebrated. But, you know, whatever, to each their own. Um I'm, uh, I'm happy the Galaxy won, but uh, my sentiment remains the same, um, unfortunately. Um, should we get into some of the game stats? Sure. All right, let's go ahead and get some of the game stats out of the way here. Uh, as I said, 2-0 victory. Cabral scores his first of the season. Ooh, oh, my man. God. Uh, it took this long for uh, almost two-thirds of the season for Cabral to get his very first goal. And the funny thing is is that he is the first player, the first Galaxy player, to score against Atlanta United. So <laughs> that record will belong to him forever. So uh, funny. It is extraordinarily funny. Uh, he does that in the seventh minute with a virtual tap-in that... Um, but we'll talk well, about the goal.
0: Think, well, thankfully, you know, I mean, whether it was the goalie's mistake not holding that ball or if whether it right. was a rocket from Chicharito that the goalie couldn't hold, um, you know. But then thankfully, Cabral was there to catch it. I mean, but I mean, how many times? I mean, we all we as soon as we saw that, we're like, oh, it's, it's, it's not even going to go in, even though it's like a, a, a yard, not even a yard, like a foot away. Yeah. From the
1: and, and, and it's <laughs> funny because because like the, the, the way. It was kicked in, and I get, and I get it. This is his style, and a lot of, and, and the, it was really high. It was well, not well, no. That's not even what I'm talking about. Yeah. The way he kicked it seemed no, like so nonchalant, and I get it. This is his playing style, right? This is stuff that we yeah, criticize him. He, yeah, like it seems goes, like yeah. he doesn't care, right? But it's funny because like when he kicked it in, it almost seemed like he didn't care. Like yeah, I'm offside, or some, or if I was called. Like that's the way I saw it. Because, like, he kicked it in, and he was just like, yeah, whatever. And then he just kind of stood there for a little bit. And then it was like, oh, the goal counted. <laughs>
0: okay, maybe. Oh, maybe. shit, I didn't right? see it that way, but you maybe. Know? I'm, like, replaying it in my head, maybe. Yeah.
1: So, you know, so maybe if he knew, like, hey, this is a real opportunity for me to score a goal. Yeah, maybe he, you know, hits it right into the keeper. Maybe he hits the post. Maybe he whiffs. Maybe he or, shoots or maybe, it over the, or may, over or the maybe Or maybe
0: kick it all the way sideways like that other chance he had in front of yep. The goal.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep, there was another chance that he had where it's like, I, again, like, dude, all you have to do is, like, slightly to put your, like, foot, like, to the left. Um, and, but I think he used his right, and I think he used the outside of the foot. So yep. either he did the wrong decision or… Yeah, he was just completely off. Either way, that's the Cabral we know, uh, missing that type of opportunity. Uh, now, granted, that tap was a much easier opportunity to, to make. Um, but, um, yeah, Kevin Cabral gets his first goal. It's the first time that the Galaxy have ever scored against Atlanta. This is, by the way, also the first victory, obviously, against Atlanta. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then, of course, Jovovich continues his scoring, uh, his scoring run. He now has nine goals for the season. He uh, ices the game in the 96th minute. Uh, very, very nice goal. Uh, he straight up went for it because it's like, well, probably you should be taking this to the corner and kill seconds and just kind of like kill the game right there because the moments – Because he knows that, he can make those. That's the thing. I guess so. The confidence is there. He decides to ice the game. Um, you know, all the credit to Jovic there. Uh, but at the same time, look, even if he misses – goal kick if the if it's saved the moment that atlanta retains possession you're already in the 96 97th oh, yeah, minute so the game was officially over so you know i'm not going to take anything away from Yovich. he continues his scoring run and so there it is um his post before we get into the stats his post game comments you, you you heard the post game comments right bobby i actually when they were talking missed to him
0: them. i actually missed them oh you missed them week. okay yeah. so they
1: so because you know He's the, uh, the, the, the the hot guy right now on the Galaxy. Um, they interviewed him after the game, Lala and uh, Rob Stone interviewed him after the game. And, uh, you know, they were asking him questions. And, you know, one of his quotes was, I am the future of the Galaxy. Oh, wait, He's, I did see it. Yeah. I did watch it. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a bold statement and, and you know, he, he was, you know, asked, obviously, should he be starting? He, he, he knows he should be starting. He's actually called out Greg Vanny in the past. He's said, you know, I need more than just five minutes, but he's decided to be a little bit more diplomatic this time around saying, look, whether it's 90 minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, my job is when I come in, I score goals. So that's what he, that's what I do. And that's what he's been doing. So, you know, good on him for that, but it is a little asinine that Greg Vanny is not starting this guy, right? Um, we said it last week. It's it, it, He has absolutely no excuse not to start this guy anymore. And guess what? He didn't start. Um, we know that – we know why, right? We know that as long as Chicharito is healthy, he is not going to be on the bench. Um, that well, is not you know, He's not. – that is not happening. But um, also, I,
0: I mean, who else is going to be our like power forward in the second half when we actually need to get back in the games when we can't fucking take games and we can't win?
1: Which again is uh, it goes to show how you know as much of a, a foundation that you have built and what you're trying to build here. There's still a lot of pieces that are missing as far as depth and as far as just the way it's being built. Because you're right, if Chicharito goes down and then Jovalich is the starter and everyone's happy, well, what happens if he gets injured or Cabral. if he gets Cabral comes in in the second right. half when we're there down it is. most likely? There it is. There it is. Like, so, come on. <laughs> Yeah, so again, it, it it's a it's a bad plan, but anyway. Either way, look, uh I, I respect Yovich, but we're gonna get back to the future of the Galaxy comments a little later. Um, we'll see if it matters or not. All right, so 2-0 victory, let's get into the stats. Did the galaxy dominate this game? In my opinion, it's a no. But let's go ahead and look at the stats. 51 to 49 percent. Uh possession, uh it's, it's it's essentially 50-50, but the slight edge goes to Atlanta. And most of that um I gotta assume that it was from the second half as I think the uh as I said, the galaxy controlled most yeah. of the game in the first half, but just really couldn't put anything in the back of the net minus that tap in. Um expected goals for the game, 1.91 for the Galaxy, 1.31 for Atlanta. So uh, still an edge for the Galaxy there, but I'm going to say this, and and I'm not going to say, oh, if you take away the goal, but I'm going to say, if you take away the goal. That chance that Cabral had, well, it had a 91% chance of going in. The expected goal from (laughs) that, the expected goal from that... I don't know how it's not 99.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: Uh, The expected goal from that was uh, 0.91. If you're asking yourself, who are the 9% who missed that shot? Well, your answer is probably Kevin Cabral. So, uh, there it is. Uh, So, if you took away that, you know, quote-unquote chance, well, the Galaxy are down to a 1.0 for the entire game. So, uh, again, it's kind of weird for me to say, well, if you take that goal away, but, you know, Cabral was at the right place at the right time. Uh Chicharito shot, by the way, the, the one that led to the scramble, his uh expected goal from that shot, which was I thought was much higher than whereas it was actually 0.35. So only a 35% chance of that ball going in. Um, and honestly, I thought Chicharito should have buried that. Um, it seemed like I mean, a shot that it,
0: it was. It was pretty much directly to the keeper. It had the yeah, power it, and everything. Yeah, but it, it was just, directly yeah,
1: at the keeper. Yeah, go a little higher, go a little off, but yeah, it it just didn't land on the back of the net. Um, but uh, either way, there. Th- those are your. That's your ex- uh th- That play alone uh, amounted to one point two six of your overall expected goal. So if you take away that particular play. The galaxy did absolutely nothing after that, and that's why I bring it up. If you take away that goal, the galaxy really didn't do too much aside from that. Well, they um, had that, but, that, that messed up Cabral one. Um. Um, so that messed that messed up Cabral uh, shot. Um, it actually had a worse expected goal from uh, than the than Chicharitos. Uh, attempt so that expected goal that shot was zero point two seven from that's Cabral. Interesting. so, so even the, lower. The pass
0: was so it was on point; it just needed so, it to finish. That's, so there was and nobody so was a, on, nobody was blocking it either. So that's so uh,
1: weird. well, no, th- there was a guy from, um, on, on
0: Cabral. on his on his opposite side where the ball right? was coming from. So, so there was no there was nothing going to happen from that defender.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of things that they take into consideration when it comes to expected goals. Obviously, where it's being shot. Uh, they also go from the player, right? Like, where is the ball coming from? You know, is it on, you know, is it coming on the ground? Is it a volley? Is it on your head, which is a lot harder to score than if the ball is just placed on the ground? Um, is it the player's dominant foot or is it their weak foot? You know, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that consideration uh, that that will play into that factor. So that particular, though, it may have looked like, hey, man, you probably should have made that at least – Six out of ten times, seven out of ten times, it's actually only twenty-seven percent of the time. So it's actually kind of low. And Chicharito's was actually uh, higher. Uh, so I bring that up because again, when you if you take away that play, one point you take away one point two six of the expected goals from one point nine one, and it's very low. The Galaxy created very little offense outside of that play, um, and then you know the Cabral miss later on so it's just um, again I just don't see me I, I don't see it as this was a good performance I don't see it as a dominant performance I don't see that they created any much offense aside from that one play where two shots were were created um, other than that you know I, I just you know, That alone should tell you that the Galaxy just probably didn't play well, and they were probably luckier than anything. Um, Total shots, 12 to 10, so almost even, but the edge does go to Atlanta. Um, They only got three shots on target while the Galaxy had six, so at least they were shooting straight for the most part. Um, Three big chances for the Galaxy. They missed two of them. Uh, I got to imagine that Chicharito and Cabral's, those were their two big chances that they missed. That pretty much because no other shot was anywhere near as high of an expected goal. Um, So let me see. What else do we have here? Uh, So yeah, expected goals from the first half, 1.52, and we've said 1.26 of those uh, were from that one play. If you take that away, the Galaxy had an abysmal, what, 0.3-something Uh, which is, by the way, the same as they had in the second half. The second half, they had 0.39 expected goals. Uh, Atlanta had a 0.73 expected goal in the first half. Um, And I thought maybe they were closer to the goal in the second half. Well, not so much, because in the second half, they had slightly lower at 0.58, which is interesting. Um, Another interesting stat here from expected goals. Um, There was zero expected goals from set plays for the galaxy, which I thought was really interesting because I'm not really sure that's ever happened before, uh, from the galaxy. I thought maybe like, you know, set plays were a little bit more like, Hey, um, they don't score off them, but at least they try to, you know, create something out of it, but nope, no zero. Absolutely. Nothing came out of, nothing came out of set plays there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so there's that. So everything came from the run of play. But most of it came from that one play itself. So that pretty much runs down the stats there. So again, I don't see domination. uh, If anything, like I said, uh, the story paints you had one good play and nothing else. I think more than anything, the Galaxy were rather lucky rather than good to have one this game um this passes for me personally i don't know how anybody else saw it because i saw a lot of people got their confidence back up but i don't really take that i see this uh, someone i forgot who put it out there someone put a poll you know how do you measure a game is it by stats or is it by eye candy well you kind of go with a little bit of both um for me personally i didn't see a dominant win from the galaxy i saw the galaxy lucky here stats back that up all right Bobby, who is the highest-rated player in
0: this game? I don't know. This one's pretty hard. I, would, I maybe would go with um, either Delgado or Brugman, even though they both have cards. To be honest, Gasper was so much better than last season, last last game. Not saying he's in contention of what I'm, what we're talking about. I'm just saying.
1: Um. Well, you're you're, you're wrong on both ends. Um. The and I'll, honestly, I probably would have said Brugman as well because. You know, just kind of because he stood out a little bit, maybe because all eyes were on him, because he was making his debut. And maybe that's just kinda like that bias there, because I thought he had a good game. So we'll talk about him in a little bit. But the man of the match was Jonathan Bond. Uh if we're yeah. if we're gonna say that he's the lowest rated, we have to give him credit when he's the highest rated. Right.
0: Eight point eight
1: point five. And the reason I say that is because nobody else got Anywhere near eight. So 8.5 for Jonathan Bond. He gets mad at the match. He uh, gets three saves. He gets another clean sheet. By the way, he has more clean sheets this season than he did all last season. So as much as as horrible as the Galaxy's defense has been as of late, technically they have improved. Um, <laughs> so who is second highest rated player? Are you going to stick with Delgado and Brugman here? Yeah. It's Kevin Cabral. Ah, because of the goal. Because <laughs> of the goal. That's right. I mean, seven he moved was around seven. a little
0: bit better than usual, but still, it was because of the goal.
1: For what it's worth, I will say that Kevin Cabral had a pretty good first half, minus, obviously, the the, the chance that was missed. Um, and again, the tap-in was like, okay, dude, don't mess us up. Like, I, I, I've seen you mess up. I've seen you do it, but... We've you know, all seen it, many so times. So, it's like, uh, like, I'm not going to give credit for a player... Who gets a tapping goal like that close? Again, I've seen him miss it, but it's like, uh, come on, dude. Um, but yeah, 7.7 rating for him. Um, he's the second highest. Uh, as far as Brugman and Delgado, they were at seven point five and seven point four. Brugman with seven point five, Delgado with seven point four. I'm who was right. I'm Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, you were kind of kind of in the ballpark there. Who was the lowest rated player in this game?
0: Um Dang. I guess Gasper. Um I don't remember how well Zavallet and Williams did anymore. I'll go with Gasper. But I don't think he was that bad, actually.
1: You can still change it.
0: Meh, let's move on.
1: Okay. The lowest rated player, I thought this was kind of an easy one because I would have picked him. Uh it was Chicharito. Uh obviously when you're a striker, you're you're you know, you, you gotta score goals. He went seventy five minutes, no goal. He missed that uh that that one shot. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, aside from that, I I kind of really didn't think there was really anything else. I think he took two shots. One of them was blocked immediately by a defender and then the other one was the one that led to the goal. Uh, other than that, it feels
0: like the same amount of chicha we've
1: been having for a while. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean I know his effort is there. I know he's uh putting in the work. It's not like, you know, It's not like the twenty twenty chicharito, right? He is putting in the work. No, but but there's
0: so much he can do.
1: But there's so much more that he can do, right? I mean, he completed twenty out of twenty four passes. You know, so he was, you know, somewhat involved. He just wasn't involved enough to make that much of a difference. He had a six point six rating last week. You were defending Douglas Costa. Um, I Within, within the game. Within, within, the the game. Game. Right. Uh, within the game. Right. Uh, within the game, which is fine. I countered it with, you know what, you're a DP. This is and what you maybe I also maybe don't pay. disagree
0: with that. I don't right. disagree with that
1: either. Uh-huh. Uh, so we established that. I said, you know, if he's a TAM player, then yeah, maybe he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. But no, he's a game changer. Um, so we had something similar in this game with Douglas Costa. Yeah. Again, credit where credit is due. He is improving. Mm-hmm. Um, if last week was his best Game in a galaxy uniform. Well, now this game against Atlanta was his best game in a galaxy uniform. 7.5 rating. Um, I actually would have thought that he would have been, um, one of the highest rated players, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, uh, if it wasn't for Bond and Cabral, he would have been 7.5. Uh,
0: yeah. And if it, if, if Chicharito got that goal, he would have got that assist.
1: Yeah. He probably would have. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, douglas costa was very much involved um here is probably an eye-opening stat for you um and uh, i'm sure if david's listening he'll probably be thinking the same thing 48 out of 49 passes completed
0: oh yeah so uh um, no he's he I, I think he's always been very well when 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 the other players know it's coming
1: <laughs> or right, paying right, attention. right.
0: <laughs> it's always completed <laughs>
1: Right, right. So, um his long ball, 6 out of 6 completed, accurate crosses, only 1 out of 3 he won every tackle, 2 out of 2. Mm-hmm. Um 3 out of 5 ground uh duels, one. Um his expected goals 0.05. He took a very like a uh, shot from way outside. Uh, yeah. But he did actually get it on target. Um eh,
0: yeah, it was over over the box, blocked. but
1: yeah, what? I mean he, I thought he, it was th- I thought he aired it. Was it blocked? No, 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 no. It was blocked. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was hmm. blocked. Um, so he did do that, but um, there, you know, that was his only shot of the game. Um, his expected assist, zero, 0.48. So I have to imagine that came from Chicha's uh, miss there. As you said, it probably should have been an assist for him. Uh, would have been his first assist of the year. Um, so again, credit where credit is due that. Douglas Costa is... Um, improving he is getting Mm -hmm. better um we'll see how consistent he stays with that but again you are supposed to be producing right you're not supposed to be like Mm -hmm. the engine workhorse like say delgado is delgado is supposed to be doing that not your dp Mm -hmm. so um i i will be less critical of him in this game because that one play that were most of the expected goals and where the goal ended up showing up was because of him, right? So uh, he he broke through the lines. He had all the time in the world. He could have shot it if he wanted to. Yeah. He said, nope. And he, I think it was probably a better decision because I think uh, um, feeding a running Chicha into the box in the heart of the goal was probably the best decision. Um, it's also no the f- style that we should
0: be playing. That's kind of also, like, you know what yeah.
1: I mean? And <laughs> I, I, I think that's actually what they were actually, yeah. you know, hoping for when they play with the flanks like that. So Mm -hmm. um, again, I think it's improving. It's fine. I'm not ready to praise him. And he's still on my bust list for the most part. So um, hopefully uh, this is the uh, um, summer signing, right? The, the douglas costa and, and if he gets back on track it's like another summer signing yeah, well yeah. yeah maybe this is what he's talking about but mm-hmm. a lot more has to improve yeah i mean um,
0: he definitely got to hit more minutes than he what he has been and early in the season and he can't be making he can't be getting injured he can't be making dumb red card mistakes you know
1: yeah and then so, and then
0: on top of that and continue improving within the game
1: right all right so uh so Gasper gets the start, as you said. We'll talk about him real quick. Uh G- Gasper gets the start. He did play a lot better. You know what Gasper seemed to me? It it kinda seemed like he did have a good game, um, especially compared to the last one. But Oof. I also felt like he was like that little like the little guy that could, like the little guy trying to make an impression, so mm. he has to like do these little back heels and all this. It almost seems like, <laughs> like yeah, it just it just seemed kind of funny. Like I, I, I mean, I don't even know how to say this because it is gonna sound disrespectful, but it almost seemed like every time he did something, I kind of laughed. Like oh. I kind of chuck, I kind of chuckled to myself. Like I'm like, you seem so out of place. I don't know what it is because you're doing well, but every time you do something well, I get this little chuckle. Like, oh, you did a back heel, how cute! And then he's running back into place to like get back, you know, in position. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He just felt so out of place, like to me. I, I don't know what it is. So like I was just like that little the, the little guy oh, that could, right? He de-
0: well, he definitely can't. He doesn't have the flow of the team as you know, as as he would if he had as many minutes as he you know, as he wish he did. Uh, So like, you know, you could tell that he's, you know, he's not in in complete flow. Not that the team is in flow in general, but you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, Eric Zavaleta gets the start as well. He replaces Sega Kulabali, who uh, eventually comes in because of, uh, I'm Manny's assuming, nephew. some sort of injury. Yeah, Vanny's nephew. Uh, <laughs> because of injury or fatigue, uh, he did that tackle, and then he has to be subbed off. So Sega comes in later on. Uh, just very interesting that Zavaleta would even get the start here as well. Maybe some player rotation there. I'm yeah, not really I'm pretty entirely sure. sure. I think
0: that's what it is. He needs he needs to put his legs in minutes. He's He hasn't had much.
1: Right. Uh, all right. So, last player that we should probably talk about, Gaston Brugman makes his Galaxy debut. debut. So, what's your opinion? Uh,
0: well, again, it's only the first game, but I really liked his, his uh, demeanor and character. He really he really brought some pretty good control in the midfield. I mean, for what it's worth, you know, with right now and just starting off with the team that you really haven't gelled with yet, and again with the team that hasn't really gelled with the midfield in general um so you know it looks good it looks promising uh it's 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 a little frustrating that we're we're gonna have to kind of start fresh with this guy you know slightly past mid-season so um I hope it works out I hope we don't have to have to deal with too many kinks even though so many kinks is just a part of our vehicle here um yeah but I like him so we'll see
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he did. I think he did well. Uh, I, what he, what I saw, I did like. Um, but I'm not going to get too carried away. As you said, it's only one game. We have seen Ravellison come on in game number one and be like, whoa! Right? So, like, it, this is happening. We saw Derek Williams. Merited safety, so. so.
0: No, they, they, and they did give us whoa. Like, he didn't give us woes in the first right, game. Right, right, right. So, it's different. But, yeah.
1: Um, so we'll see how how he uh, continues to grow into this team but for the most part I think it is a good piece of the puzzle the, the problem here that, that I saw and again uh, it goes back to Derek Williams's comments uh, a couple weeks ago when he said that we have good players we have individuals we, but we don't have a team right uh, which I thought was really really interesting uh, because I have said hey you know on the roster and I said this earlier in the season before I called it um, I said the Galaxy can compete with anybody. They have the roster to compete with anybody. Now, if they get it together and they can click and they continue to gel and they continue to figure this out and they go continue to move forward, you know, maybe not this year, but maybe next year you might be, you know, with some new pieces added, right, uh, with the fact that Chicharito is is, is more than likely not going to be picked up uh, for that fourth year. Um, you haven't um, – another DP spot that you can play with, and hopefully it's a Greg Vanny signing and not an FO signing. You know, maybe something is in the works in year number three of Greg Vanny, But that hasn't happened, right? So they haven't really been improving. And, you know, Greg Vanny right now is preaching patience, and he's, you know, we're battling through this. And so, you know, all the stuff that you would expect what a coach would say during these turbulent times. Um, but... What I saw in the game was, again, Brugman did very well. And what you're seeing is, okay, well, you freed up Delgado and Revelison to go up forward and you create more offense and there's another threat. And, you know, Delgado and Reveleson don't have to worry about getting back because they have protection. So they, you know, they can focus a little bit more on uh, going forward, distributing and not have to worry so much about getting back. Now you have some sort of protection, which is fine. But again, if you take away that one play, there wasn't much offense created. And we're talking about a piss poor Atlanta side. So again, Brugman may have done individually well, but as a team, I don't think it affected it that much. No, it's just way too early to say as well. Right. There's a a very small sample size, which I agree with, with right there. But as far as this game is concerned, we're like, Oh, look what this has done. I'm like, "Eh, well, stats don't really show that. So Uh, we'll see what happens moving forward. One last thing about the Galaxy before we talk about, you know, after the game and what's been going on just today, just earlier today. Um, Galaxy play against Dallas. It's a road game. Um, Obviously, listen to Balls and Beers for our our predictions or just go back to last week and see how I felt about it. Um, Thoughts on... Dallas
0: uh you know look at again as if you've been listening to the show so far we don't really have much confidence in this team just yet we're very happy that they won the game against Atlanta at home but just like Lewis has said Atlanta's piss poor and it showed uh I mean if you can go through the stats you could see it on paper but we but you could also see it with your own eyes on the pitch um this past weekend so look at galaxy have always surprised us when we are at our lowest set at times so i'm hoping that they'll continue to do this i hope i'm hoping that their this team is really recognizing in the situation that they're in and um really don't don't take it for granted So I hope they 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 bring a really winning mentality and a winning team to that game. Uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we win it, but I also am not expecting us to win it. Uh, So, but I had a you know had a different uh, answer on balls and beers. If you guys want to listen to
1: that, so. All right, so yeah, so you you obviously know my opinion (laughs) about what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure you don't have to listen to to balls and beers, but all right, let's talk about some outside. Uh, stuff coming from the Galaxy. We'll talk about, well, let's talk about the uh, the big elephant in the room here. There are rumors that circulated, uh, I believe it was yesterday, if it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before, that Suarez was looking for a move to MLS. This is a guy who is, I believe, 36 years old, going to be 37 in January, maybe 35, turning 36, somewhere around there. Um, and so the rumors were that He's looking for an MLS side, and the MLS sides have been contacting him. So the first rumor was LAFC. Um, That was quickly shut down saying, nope, that's – they're not in talks with him, although it kind of makes a little sense in that they have a DP spot open. didn't make sense in that they have – Carlos Vela and Orango uh, right now scoring goals at will. So um, bringing Suarez in, I guess, does improve the team, but at this point just kind of doesn't really make sense, although they were able to do it. That was gone. Then there was news that it was Seattle who was interested in, in him. Uh, Seattle was dealing with injuries. Uh, I think Rio Diaz has been out with injuries, so that kind of made sense. And then earlier today, uh, Paul Tenorio, tweeting out saying that Seattle actually owns the discovery rights to Luis Suarez. I'm not even about to explain how those discovery rights work, even though we've heard this several times uh, throughout the years in MLS. Um, And today it looks like the rumor mill has hit the galaxy. That Suarez might be interested in coming to the Galaxy, or at the very least, the Galaxy are interested in Luis Suarez. Now, uh, a video from Uruguay emerged talking about a team offering him a -a two-and-a-half-year contract, um, and they said it was the Galaxy. Um, They also mentioned Gaston Brugman. So it couldn't have been that they made a mistake that it was LAFC, which happens quite often. They said Brugman was on the team. They signed another Uruguayan. So now they're looking at Luis Suarez. This is interesting because the the, the clip itself said that he's looking for a three-month loan to Nacional of Uruguay uh, and then going off somewhere else. So that actually kind of fits a timeline in a way okay. as far as MLS. Right. Um. And then have them sign elsewhere after the World Cup. Uh, which means the only way that this can happen is you got to get rid of a DP spot. And the only one that you're going to be able to get rid of is Chicharito. Now, it is also the most likely of things to happen. Because obviously you're not getting rid of Cabral. There's absolutely zero value there. And if you do get rid of Cabral, you can no longer keep Efra Deion, and Araujo. So Cabral is just kind of stuck. Douglas Costa probably doesn't have that much value to him. Giudonito still does. He's still a name. He's still scoring goals, albeit not at the pace that many people thought. But he's the only one with value. You can easily sell him off to another team right now during this transfer window and bring Suarez in if you wanted it. Or if you were to wait till the end of the season, you don't pick up Chicharito's option, and there's your DP spot right there. Now, I personally am not a fan of this move. Um, I also don't think it's really going to happen. Bobby, what are your opinions on this? Mm,
0: I don't know. I feel like the way the rumor is moving, it feels a little too not real. Uh, but, you know, look, at out of many, many, many players that I believe, that can actually come into this franchise and actually make a difference from the get-go, I think Suarez is one of those players. I personally am not a fan of him. Um, it would, I would have to begrudgingly begin to like him after he makes his 20th goal. Um, but I don't know. It, 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 doesn't seem, it doesn't seem plausible to me. I feel like we would still try to hold on to Chicha. I don't know. It just feels like that's just the style that we're going for.
1: Um for me personally, I think this goes back to the aging superstar, right? That you know the Galaxy fans were kind of crying foul on. Like we need to, you know, get young, hungry, talented players yeah, ready to make that's, their that's mark here right now, in MLS. <laughs> now it is working for literally everybody except for the Galaxy, right? Um I'll go ahead and segue there. Kevin Baxter comes out with an uh, article today in the LA Times. It's making its rounds uh, through social media. And you know, there's nothing in the article that we obviously have not already known. Um, but there was a quote in there. Um, if you read the article – well, it, it, someone cut out. It's, it's behind a paywall. So someone was cutting out a piece of the article, uh, one of the quotes. It said it was – uh, quote, it was a recommendation-based scouting plan. Agents would recommend players who were available, and if they fit a position, they were brought in. End quote. Now, this is something that we've known and we suspected that, hey, there's not really any scouting here. Agents are just saying, here, here's this guy. Um, Why don't you sign him? Right? Uh, it explains Siani. It explains um Shelvick, Right? There's a lot of players that were there that they needed who were signed for multiple. I mean they were basically swindled, 100% swindled at every turn, uh with these dealings. Um, that quote came from Greg Vanny. Uh, it wasn't from Chris Klein. It was from Greg Vanny, um, who also came out and said uh, our science department, our scouting department, we don't have a video room. I mean there was a lot of stuff. That just wasn't up to even modern times. Even the most basic of needs. Um, so this article just comes out. Again, nothing that we haven't heard before. You know what upsets me about this article? Is that they're barely coming out now. Like everyone is going after this front office now and not before. Now the fans have been going after him since, we'll say... To put it lightly, 2018. Because he got the wooden spoon in 2017. He got a contract extension. Sure, they got on but there were like no playoffs. So they, they if it wasn't even for that, let's just say 2020 probably would have been the final straw. It wasn't. He survived another two seasons. Um, and it wasn't until now that the that everybody around MLS, the talking heads and everybody, is now going after Chris Klein. And that's what bothers me. Like you're going after him on his way out. Or at least at the final you know, year of his contract, it's possible that he gets an extension. God forbid. Um, but this is where we are, right? You're now coming out with this stuff now when it really doesn't matter. It's not like he's going to get fired you know, five months before his contract expires, right? Like if you didn't do it before, why would you do it now? That's just stupid. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. He's going to finish off the season. At the very least And they'll probably have him do something else They'll probably say, hey, you know what You did as well as you did here, good job And venture into another project And they'll have him Because he's very much on the board of AEG So they're not going to humiliate him They'll have him go out with some sort of Illusion of dignity Um, Chris Klein also in the article Kind of takes fault for Somewhat Held accountable for what has happened to the team Which I don't entirely buy because, again, there was no accountability there because if there was, he still wouldn't be in that position. Um, but going back to what the segue was about, you know, Galaxy fans were upset that they were trying to get like the big name aging superstar instead of going after these, you know, uh, young, talented South Americans or whatnot. The problem is that the people who are in charge of this. Again, not doing their job well. They they did that with Kevin Cabral. They fumbled it, right? They did it with some of these other players that they're currently scouting or that, that they've signed. Now, they haven't been home runs, right? No one heard of Ravellison No one heard of Williams. No one heard of Bali. No one's heard of Brugman up until they came with the Galaxy. You have no idea how they played, much like a lot of the people well, I wouldn't know a lot of the South Americans that are being signed, but they make a name for themselves here. I don't think any Galaxy player has really made a name. Yovalich is probably the only one. And I'm just saying just by probability, that's more of a luck thing than, a, hey, we actually scouted this guy, right? Um, and you can't even say that it was like, oh, you know, Vanny kind of changed that. Like, yeah, sure, these are Vanny signings and you can tell that there was something there, which is why we think Costas is kind of an outlier here. Like, hey, that doesn't make any sense. Um, Aging superstar, injuries, one year deal. It's, it doesn't seem like a Greg Vanny signing. Um, so, the, but the thing is, is that there's still some like, like holes there. Like Revelison, this is the one that comes to mind. Like, if you fully scouted him, how did you not know that his aerial game was pretty good? Do you remember that, Bobby?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was like his first he, three, four games. It was like, he, what is who is? Yes, please.
1: Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> they came out and said, yeah, we had no idea he was able to hit the ball. Like, yep. what? Yep. Like, how do you know? How do you not know your player's strengths and weaknesses?
0: I mean, like, I don't how, know. I think I think Ryan is a, is kind of an outlier when it comes to that, because he he's, he's put in so many different positions and I don't know, maybe the, when they were scouting, I mean, he, he never had to do those kinds of things. I don't know. I don't know. That's, but I get what you're saying. You know what? That's fair. That's I fair. Get, but That's I get fair. what you're saying.
1: OK, I, I, I can see that. I, under, I, I can understand that one. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just don't trust. I mean, you barely you barely hired head of scouting recently, which is Michael Stevens, which again is is. What you're hiring an alumni who doesn't really have that much experience, and what has he done? I, I can't imagine that he's taking credit for Brugman or anything. So it's it's just again the, the whole front office and everything the way it trickles down is just so dysfunctional. And obviously it plays into what you see on the field. Um so again, like you're not really <sighs> I mean, the article isn't saying anything different than what the fans have been saying for several seasons. I'm just upset that it's now everyone's starting talking about it, right? Lalas is talking about it. Um, other writers from around uh, MLS well, like Sam Seixco or uh, Paul Tenorio or, or you know who, Matthew Doyle, whoever it is, whether you like him or not, they're barely calling out the FO now. It, it's just kind of upsetting. It's just like they have to like tiptoe around these things. Like, oh, is he on his way out? Okay, cool. Now we can say what we really feel. Like it's just I don't know, it's just really bizarre to me that like more criticism hasn't been, you know, spearheaded the direction of where it should have been. Um and I, I think even the uh, the uh, the article made made like some reference to that. Where like, hey, you know what? The bunch of coaches, a bunch of GMs were made, and the fans say, Hey, why don't you go after you know the real problem? Like, yeah, well we've known this for several seasons. Everyone else just starting to catch up now for whatever reason. So You know, that's kind of upsetting to me. And Baxter obviously knows what's going on. And, you know, um, he is – he's going to have his inside information. He has access to all this. He knows. He just, again, also has to tiptoe lightly because – but him, I understand. He has to tiptoe lightly here because of, hey, you know, he can get banned from covering the team or whatever, right? So it's like I I get the politics that are involved in it. But um, it sucks that it has to come to that because you're not saying anything wrong. You're just reporting the truth. So, um, but that's what you know journalism has come to at this point. It's become very political, and it's just it's just sad that you know that's the way the media is being portrayed right now. So, um, but again, you go back to the Suarez signing. I'm not a fan because again, 36, 37 year old. It's a name, right? Um, He's not the. I mean, he's not going to fix the problem, right? So it's not like he's like the guy to hey, now we're MLS Cup contenders, or hey, now we have a legitimate shot at this. It's like He wouldn't be the guy. Um, and again, 36, 37-year-old, um, granted that there's a lot of controversy with the guy, but he also has a lot of skill, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure he would tear it up in MLS if he you know, was actually you know, trying, uh, much like Drogba did when he was 37, 38, much like Zlatan did. So he's very capable of doing it. I'm just personally not a big fan of the signing, even if it goes through. The The, 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 the eye-opener that got to me was uh, Josh reported it earlier today. I'm going to go ahead and quote this tweet as well. He said that the Galaxy have had previous contact with Suarez. The Galaxy had approached him within the past three years about joining the club, which I thought was amazing because there wasn't anything that big uh, as far as a rumor mill in the past three years about Suarez coming in. Um, but apparently there wasn't Uh, he wasn't interested at the time. Now, he also said, don't know if that has changed, but there's a lot of rumors going around about him coming to MLS and the Galaxy have had contact with him. And if he is interested in coming to MLS, then maybe it is possible. So I personally don't think it's going to happen. I personally don't think it should happen. That's the other thing. Um, And I'm going to go back to that future of the Galaxy quote from the because if you were to move Chicha right now, they won't. It's not going to happen. It's like 0% chance it happens. But if you were to move Chicha out to create a DP spot and say, hey, you know what, dude? We'll use that for a cam or whatnot. Jovovich has proven that he can score without Chicharito. Put him in as a starter. We'll use another DP at the cam position or whatnot. That would work, right? That would make too much sense. For the galaxy. Um that's not gonna happen. And for him to say, I'm the future of the galaxy, and then for say theoretically that the galaxy do sign Suarez, that's a nice big fuck you to Yoblich. Right? Sure,
0: but I mean I don't think he has I don't I don't I think he he, he understands the reality of how this all works. I mean he knows he's not gonna be when they bring in DPS, they're not. He's not going to be the the top dog. He's just. He. I think what he's pretty much saying is like, look, I'm, if I keep grinding it out, you're going to recognize me at some point. I may not be, you know, the Zlatan. I may not be a Beckham. I may not be ever, but I will grow it, and that's who I. And I will be, you know, the future of the galaxy.
1: And i don't and think I'm not. I don't
0: think he's saying it in the next year or two. I think he's saying it a little further.
1: Um. I mean, that would a. Uh, 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 assuming that you know he doesn't move to Europe because if you know a scout sees him and saying, hey, we kind of want this guy and the Galaxy decides to no, sell course. him.
0: That's, of course, that's, that's, that's always a, a possibility.
1: Right, but um, I, I am also not, um, and I think I said this earlier in the season when we were talking about a defender, right? Like, hey, we already have this guy here. I'm like, right, but why wouldn't you want to improve? Like, even if you have a good guy there, if you have someone who's better Why wouldn't you take it, even if you like this guy? So theoretically speaking, if, say, Jovovich is the guy and he deserves a starting spot, but if you were to sign, enter forward here, right? Let's just say – I mean obviously it's not going to happen. And again, it's an extreme – it's an extreme um, example. He's always going to get pushed down.
0: The only other way is if they find a forward that actually work with him up top and start the game in that fashion. It's the only other well, way. Also
1: as well. But if you're going to replace him, like let's say for again, example, extreme, but you put Haaland in there, dude, By Jovovich. Like it's a no brainer, right? Like I like the kid. I like the guy. But if you somehow, and again, 0% chance it happens, and it's such an example, but if you have Haaland in there and you took him away from Man City for some reason, you decided to pay him, yeah, I'm going to take him 100 times out of 100. Like this is a no brainer. Even if I love Jovovich, like, dude, you take Holland every single time. Well, sure, because so, honestly,
0: Jovetic is still. I mean, we like him. He does. He, he does convert goals. But again, anytime... you even said it uh, a couple a couple uh, shows ago. Even every time he starts a game, we don't win it, or we just won one or something like that. You were you were you were giving that stat a few days ago, not days ago, episodes ago. Um, so so, but like, even though we like what Jovetic does and he does bring some goals, it's he's not on paper. He still hasn't been the game changer.
1: No, he hasn't. Um... He is still doing what he's doing, and that's all he can do, um, which is score goals. So, you know, again, credit to him there. Um, but obviously, this team is still missing something. It's not just the striker; it may not even just be the cam. And uh, obviously, again, we, we know what the cancer is on this team. And as long as that tumor is there, it's nothing will ever really improve. By the way, fun little stat since you brought up the the Jovlich thing. Fun little stat. The Galaxy are undefeated when Kevin Cabral scores a season. Um Oh, shut up.
0: (laughs) Shut up. Yeah, that record just started last weekend. But I'm not
1: wrong. All right, so uh, before we take off, we do do have a couple – I think we have one or two questions here maybe. Actually, just one question. Logan. Um, oh no! Two questions. There it is. Okay, so we'll start with the first one. Jesus Gallardo asked, "Do you think Kevin Cabral is a good athlete playing the wrong sport?" Now, this is funny because we said this about <laughs> Rolf Felcher, right? We said, "Guy's an athlete, yeah. He's just not a soccer. He's just not a soccer player, right?" Uh, and I think uh, this question kind of stems from Lala's comments in the game when he said, "There are times where I don't think Kevin Cabral is a soccer player." Yeah. Um, Maybe he is in the wrong sport. Right? He is a good athlete, obviously. I mean, if, if, if
0: he—that's where I'm going to disagree know, with you. I was gonna—I was gonna say I don't even see him as a good athlete.
1: Like, can you so-
0: can you really see him on the NBA court? And, and, and doing well, well, better than he does well, now? Do you see him well, in the no, NFL no. doing better than what he's doing here right now? Do you see him in volleyball doing better than what he's doing right now? Do you see him on track doing better than what he's doing right now? Track, yes. No, that's, that's I don't what think That's what's so. going to stop you. He, he, can't, like, he, can't run for, he can't run for too long, though. And, and, and he gets... He get, yeah, no, I don't think he's so tough, he's a, tough so enough either. So he's
1: not a marathon runner. He's a sprinter. So hey. it's like a 100-yard dash. That's what it is, a 100-yard I, st- yard I dash. still
0: wouldn't even give it to him. I'm sorry.
1: I can't even. <laughs> no. No, no. Uh, I, I mean, as far as like professional team sport, no, as far as like maybe an individual, like, uh, like, a, like I said, a, like a sprinter or maybe even a, a swimmer. I could see that. But overall, Come on. I just don't
0: look know. at Cabral and just switch <laughs> his, 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 uh, his clothing. You know how, you know, those back in those back <laughs> in those days when you get the magazine and you have like the different clothes you tap on to the person. Just think about and He still doesn't look like he fit in anything. <laughs> nothing. I mean, look at, I like, I, I mean, I actually like the guy and I want him and I want him to get better and I want him to shine and I want, you know, all that stuff. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't say I can't even, I can't say that he's even, he's even an athlete right now.
1: Okay. That's fair. Um, and then Logan asks, what other player do you think Vanny wants to bring in? Since Vanny said in the press conference saying MLS is complicated by its rules. So we have heard that Vanny says that there might be another player that he's looking at. Um, possibly two, but he said uh, he also says that that's a long shot. You have to remember that they're well over their international spots. They had to buy another one from, I believe, was it Charlotte uh, to get Brugman, so they would, if they would get another player, I can't imagine this domestic. They probably would have done it by now. It would probably have to be another international, which means they would have to spend a lot, well, not a lot more, but they would have to spend more money uh, to get that international spot. Now, what is he looking at? Well, I again I, I I'm hoping it's that Cam, right? I'm hoping it's a central attacking midfielder. It's what you're missing. Um but as far as what specific player, I have no idea. I mean I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, there's what's no going way on, we would know. Suarez. right? I
0: don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Is it <laughs> like the Uruguayan
0: connection, you know? That's that's all I can see that actually makes sense. But yeah,
1: so mm, I mean but we it's do need just. Cam. It's just...
0: A strong I, one. I,
1: yeah, I mean, a young... A young, Well, yeah. a well-scouted one. Yeah. And, again, um, I, I don't think that's happening here at the moment, unfortunately. But, you know... Um, yeah, whatever. Um, I think that's it for us. I don't All think right. we missed anything. So... Uh,
0: there we are all right guys well thank you for listening this is episode 267 i'm here with Louis. say goodbye
1: bye guys thank you for listening we'll see you next week
0: thank you later thank you for listening to la is our house make sure you check out our website LAisOurHouse.com, where you can find all our social sites also listen in to balls and beers our weekly mls prediction show where you can find on itunes and spotify hit that subscribe button